Good morning. It is 8.30, exactly 8.30, according to my watch here, on the 18th of April. Yesterday slash last night, I worked my second day as a bar back, and I worked at a different location today, one of the, the spots separate or the spot separate from the other two. So I think I explained this yesterday, how there is an Italian restaurant that is considered finer dining. It's not it's not like a Michelin star rated dining place, but it's 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 like the the next step up or a step, maybe two steps above an Applebee's or or Chili, something like that. Um, plates are around 15 to 30 dollars you'll pay 30 dollars for the filet mignon or the maybe a, a real nice fish dish with some lobster or something like that but you can get a burger for uh, 15 or so dollars get a burger for 15 dollars like that's a some sort of a bargain no i'm just saying that compared it, it's half as much as the the more expensive entrees uh, you can get a bottle of wine there glasses of wine so there's that place connected to a that has its own bar, but then separate but connected is another bar, which is strictly a bar, but yet serves food or you can order food from the the the, the Italian nicer restaurant. But then separate from all of that, with its own kitchen, is where I was working last night at a place called the Iron Horse, and the food there is all much less expensive. I think the, uh, excuse me, I believe the most expensive dish there is $10, maybe 12 bucks. Um, they've got burritos. It's, it's kind of, I guess it is Mexican food. I was trying to think of something that wasn't Mexican food, but they've got nachos, uh, burritos, wet burritos, chips and salsa, tacos, um, but they also, okay, yeah, that's right. They also have pizzas. That's what it was. I knew there was something. So it's Mexican with a dash of a kind of Americanized food. It's it's like upscale. <laughs> have you ever been in one of those Taco Bells that's combined with a Pizza Hut? Or is it Domino's? I think it's Pizza Hut, like a Pizza Hut Taco Bell. It's like that, but nicer. So all the stuff is better quality than you're going to find at a Taco Bell or a, or a Domino's. <laughs> I don't know how many levels it is nicer. If a Taco Bell is a one, then this is maybe a four or a five. It's it's like I don't know. It's it's fine. So my job here, unlike at the other place where I worked the other other night, is more bar back slash busser. Which when I first heard that, I thought, boy. I don't even know how to do bar backing all that well yet. And now you want to dump on Busser on top of this? I, gee whiz, I, one thing at a time, people. I've been doing this for one day, one shift. I mean, I don't even have a full shift of doing this under my belt. I, I was kind of following somebody around and, and watching them. Now you're going to double my, my responsibilities? Okay, let's do this. It was just, it was, it was a lot. And I, it's, it's interesting because it is very much a trial by fire, but I got the impression that at least a couple of the people I worked with, most everyone was really nice. Well, okay, everyone was nice, 
but there was a couple instances where I was spoken to as though I should have just known this, as though this isn't my first time ever working with them. And I don't know if it was just they were a little bit stressed out in that particular moment or if they were just thinking, gee whiz, guy, can't you can't you do this the way that I do it? No, I can't because you've done this task. For example, I'll tell you what one is, but um, you've done this task hundreds of times, in, probably in a single night. You've probably done this, this particular task that I'm about to describe to you tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, that's probably not an exaggeration if you've been there for multiple years. So this task, I think I explained the the barmaid glass cleaner that's in a sink and then you got the, the, the rinsing sink and the sanitizer sink. So you take a glass, you turn the, or you turn the machine on, you take a glass, you jam it on the spinning toilet brush things, move it up and down, get it, get it really on, get it moved around and cleaned off, rinse it off, dunk it in the sanitizer water and what i had been shown the other day is that you then rinse it off again well what i was shown last night by somebody else was that you just wash on the machine rinse it off and then sanitize and then set it up to dry i'm not a real big fan of that and i'm not going to be doing that i'm going to be rinsing after i sanitize i just I don't really want to be drinking out of a, 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 a cup or a glass that has sanitizer residue on it. I, I want it rinsed off, even if it's just a peace of mind thing. And you got to think that some of that sanitizer is obviously getting in the rinsing water because you're rinsing the sanitizer water off in the rinsing water. But at least it's less. It's not so concentrated. That's my thinking, at least. Um, I will be rinsing out every cup I drink out of now over at this place before I drink out of it. Just give it a nice slosh of water before I put water to drink in it. Um, again, just peace of mind. So I'm doing this. I'm doing the washing thing, and it's taken me, I don't know, a, a, a couple of minutes. N not even. No, not even a couple minutes. Like, geez, I don't know why I said a couple minutes. Let's say 10 seconds, 15 seconds per glass. And somebody steps in and goes, here, let me sh let me show you how to do that. And just, blah, 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 real quick, just splash, 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 and put it in, and set it up. And then do it, does it in about half the time that I do it. He's like, that's how you do it. Like, okay, but you have a, a blinding curse of knowledge that you're just wearing over your head like a big paper sack. You, again, you know how all of these glasses feel in your hands. You know the weight of each one. You know exactly how to maneuver them through space. You know the precise amount of, of muscle to use when turning them over. You know the, the length of each of those spinning brushes. You know exactly how much pressure to push down on. You know, it, you've done this so many times that your ability to do this and navigate that space in that area quickly and efficiently is going to be better than me. It's like tr somebody trying to juggle for the very first time, and you're just like, oh my goodness, I'm, I don't, I, I can't get this down. And then some juggler that's been juggling for the last five years goes, look, it's just like this. You just take the balls and just like that. See, what's so hard? Well, it's not that it's hard, it's just I haven't done it 
the hundreds of times that you have. I mean, this is true with anything that you do. You're riding a bike, and if you're first learning how to ride a bike, you're going to, whoa, you got to feel the balance out, and how much speed do I need to go at a, to, to maintain my balance, and how much force do I have to push on these pedals to, to make things happen? you got to figure that out, and you have to figure it out in your own way. So I felt, I was just sort of like, okay, I, I didn't know what to make of that, besides thank you for showing me how you do it, but I... <laughs> I'm going to have to go through that process myself. It's, it's good to see how you do it. It's good to see an example. Sure, absolutely. But that wasn't the first time that he had shown me. It's like he was trying to go, remember how I showed you? This is how you're supposed to do it. Well, that's how you do it because you've done it, like I said, 100,000 times or more. And I've done this maybe 80 times total. So, you know, just give, give me some time here to figure this out. Um, beyond that, the, the night went well. My duties included making sure that people's food plates were cleared out. Now I understand why people, servers are coming over. Hey, can I get rid of that for you? They want, ideally, when you go to a restaurant, the, the perfect scenario, well, I guess the perfect scenario would be that you just come in there and you give them $20 and leave without buying anything and go, here's a tip for your service. I guess that'd be the perfect scenario. <laughs> but in a, a more realistic scenario, what people in the restaurant industry would like to see you do as a customer is spend as little time there as possible. They do not want you lingering. They do not want you sitting around and having a good time. That's not how money is made they want you to come in there know what you want to eat as soon as you sit down the faster that you order the faster that they can put the order into the kitchen the faster the order is put into the kitchen the faster the order that it can get made the faster the order is made the faster it gets to you and the faster it gets to you the sooner that you're eating the sooner that you're eating the sooner that you finish and the sooner that you finish the sooner that you're paying and the sooner that you're paying the sooner that you're leaving ideally so it's get in there order your food eat it and get the hell out of there that's what a place wants the reason is is because that's how money is made if one customer sits at this table in an entire hour and it takes them an entire hour to go through their meal that's however much money that that customer is going to tip it's all about the tips because the money that is not tips is going to pay the hourly wages is going to pay the the overhead, all all the other bills, the the servers, the bartenders. They don't see a, a lick of that money. It's only the tips. And so, if one customer sits at this table and it takes them an entire hour to do their whole thing, to eat their meal and have their conversation, then that's one customer, and that might be five dollars of a tip. That might be five dollars in tip money. Whereas if two people sit at that table and they each spend three dollars in tips yeah the tips are less per customer but it's overall it's more money that's six dollars in an hour as opposed to five dollars an hour and so my job as busser slash barback is to make sure that those tables are getting cleared away um the, the 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 dishes are taken back to the dish pit and put in the appropriate places for the dishwasher to handle them so that i can wipe down the table reset it for another customer to be to be brought in by the the host or one of the servers, which I wasn't, I'm not sure if this place 
it kind of seemed like the, the, the servers rotated as host. So it would just be server A comes up there and they, they bring in a customer and then server B is up next and then server C and then they just kind of do this rotating thing, I think. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure about that though. So my point here is that next time you're, the next time you're in a restaurant and you're thinking, oh, should we sit around and have dessert and should we just sit here and chat? Just keep it in mind that the longer that you stay there, the more um, hostile your server might get. So if you notice that your server is really nice, but then you sit around for two hours and they seem like they're kind of grumpy, it's because you're costing them money. And you might think, well then, they should just find a different job. Well, why should they find a different, look, I, I don't even wanna talk about that. That's, that's an absurd thing to say. All I'm saying is, if you're having a good time, fine, enjoy yourself. But if you're sitting around just looking at your phone and you're not doing much of anything, which I saw a fair bit of last night, people weren't, they're not talking to each other, they're just sitting there because it's where they happen to be sitting and they're looking at their phone. You're preventing somebody from making money when you're doing that. They're not able to get the money that they need to pay the bills that they have. And maybe they are trying to work or, or find another job. One of the bartenders I worked with the other night said that she was in school or she said her major was molecular biologist. I don't know if she's actually in school for that. I've had those conversations with people where they say, oh, my major is blah, 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 blah. Back when I was going to school five years ago, but I haven't been back. I'm just kind of taking a break right now. Okay. So your, your major isn't really molecular biologist. It was molecular biologist, but it isn't currently. Your, your, your current major is this, whatever it is you're doing. Now, I don't know if that was the case with her. I have no idea. It, it might be, it might not be. I, I honestly have no idea. I guess my point to this whole thing was that spend your time in the restaurant and, and just be, be mindful that you occupying that space means that somebody else can't come in and sit down and just be aware of that. Uh, let's see. Drug use seems to be like a staple of the restaurant industry. If this place that I've worked is any indication, I was last night, I'm passing by one person and someone's like, Oh, I'm coming down now. And the other person's like, I'm trying to get back up. Okay. That's neat. I go into this one little side room area and somebody's vaping in there and it's clearly not tobacco vape. I mean, it's obvious from the smell. And you know, I cool, I guess, but what is it about your job that you are trying to escape from? What what is it? Are you just you know, they might I'm not trying to escape from something. Okay, then what what are you doing? Why do you need to have this level of inebriation? What is it about the intoxicating effects of marijuana or whatever else you might be on or taking that you feel is a requirement to do your job? Well, I don't think it's a requirement. I, it's just, I just like to be high. Okay, fine, you like to be high. Why, why? There's gotta be some reason there. And why is it at work? I can understand liking the effects of, of marijuana, but why at work? Well, Anyways, let's see. Did anything happen interesting last night? Um, one of the last groups of customers was, it made me laugh. I, I it just, it was very amusing to me because 
it wasn't anything that they did or or there, there wasn't some sort of craziness that happened that made me laugh it was just the people themselves made me <laughs> chuckle because they looked like they were how to describe this the, the 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 thought that came to my head when i saw them was the group of people in a movie where the the nerdy kids or the um the outcasts get picked on and this would be the group of people that came into the restaurant that does the picking on they were all there was let's see there was i think four guys four gals or something like that between between six and nine individuals about eight i think i think it was four and four um and they all were wearing clothing that looked like it was relatively expensive. The guys all had suits on. Um, they all looked like they could have been maybe not lawyers, but maybe assistant lawyers, or they work in some sort of a, a corporate business setting. They all, all of them had this, I don't know how to describe it. Um, I'll try my best. Self-assured... just this a level of don't give a damn and fuck you attitude that only comes from growing up in a place where you don't see too many troubles and and bad things don't really happen to you because you've got enough money to ha handle all the bad bad things they 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 just and I have no idea. I didn't hear them any of their conversation. I didn't hear any of them talk other than maybe I, I barely overheard one of them ordering a drink. So I have nothing to base this off of other than their mannerisms, their demeanor, and their appearance. But it they they just struck me as the kind of people that um, grew up with money have never had to worry about money and uh, have just been very sheltered. And it was just funny to me. I, I don't, again, I don't know if that's true. I have no idea. For all I know, they, they, they grew up in very difficult situations and have known great hardships, but then have worked themselves out of that, those positions. I don't know. But they, they just looked like a group of walking cliches and, and stereotypes. Those, the, the folks that, the kind of folks in, in high school that might have made fun of me or, or picked on me or, or said things behind my back. Actually, the only thing I remember somebody saying behind my back at school was, don't talk to him, he'll probably kill us all because I wore this same thick, big old winter coat to work, or not to work, to school every single day. I don't know why I wore that every single day. I don't know if it was because I thought it was cool or if I was, I don't know what the deal was. I mean, it was California summers and it's not like I was cold. I don't know why I wore that. Anyways, that was really the only interesting thing that happened as far as uh, customers go. A couple of the customers that I that I asked if I could take their plates looked at me like I was some weirdo. I was interesting. It's like, I'm. This is my job. Have you ever been to a restaurant before? You know how this works. You you clear your plate. You eat the food off of it. 
and then I take the plate so that it can go get washed. You, that that's how this works. Just kind of got some of these looks. Like what? Yeah, fine. <laughs> okay. Um. I don't know. This isn't a very interesting conversation. I understand that. I I just don't know what else to say here. So I guess I'll uh, end it. We'll see how tonight goes. I still haven't made any tip money because I'm still in training mode. Um, all in all, it's an interesting experience, and I'm glad that I took the job. But this is definitely not the industry for me. This is not the kind of... I, I'm glad I had this experience so that I could see what it was like, but it's not the kind of thing that I will be looking to do for any sort of uh, ongoing period. Maybe as a side job, like a single night a week to make some money, but not a, not a stable thing. All right, I love you.